Hey y'all, it's your girl IJ. And this is Cut. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to The Refresh. Hang out with us for a while and rejuvenate your mind through open discussions about Black mental health. No subject is off limits. Welcome back to another episode of The Refresh, where we focus on all things modern adulthood with a focus on mental health. We're going to get into our HUGA section, where we talk about all the good things that happened to us this last week, the things that made us feel nice and made us feel cozy. So I'll get us started today. So last week, I had a kind of like a surprise day off, almost. Nice. <laughs> so I remember last week, it's just, I mean, I told you this month has just been really busy and it's just been, you know, I'm starting to feel just a lot is happening at work. And I've just been really feeling like I need a mental health day from work, but I'm also trying to be mindful of vacation travel and things like that. And just, you know, not take days when I don't have to. So really, really wanted to, but didn't. But then last week I had three patients and I see them in the afternoon. So in the morning, I kind of always have free time. And I usually will spend that, you know, doing, I don't know, notes or writing a report or something. But I was like, fuck it. I'm not doing that today. So girl, I woke up and I went to get some coffee. I went and got a cinnamon roll. And then I did my laundry, girl, all of my laundry, the entire basket. And I watched the Real Housewives of Dubai and it was amazing. So then I was like getting ready and I was like, okay, I have my one o'clock, my two o'clock and my three thirty. So then around one o'clock, for whatever reason, my one o'clock just vanished from my schedule, which usually means that the family canceled. So I was like, cool. So then got ready for my two o'clock and my two o'clock did not show. I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but my 3.30 did show, but I don't mind seeing this person. <laughs> so I really only had like a one hour workday. And it just felt like such a blessing because I needed it so bad, you know? Yeah, God was like, girl, I'm sorry. I got you. <laughs> That's really how it felt. He was like, you stayed strong. You know, you didn't request that mental health day. Here you go. Yeah. So it was awesome. And it just felt so timely. And I was like, yeah, I can get used to this. I love when stuff like that happens, when it just feels meant to be, mm-hmm. you know? How is um the Real Housewives of Dubai? I haven't seen it yet. Um, I think overall it's okay. You know, it's very like season one. <laughs> so I feel like everyone's trying to make sure they can keep their like peach or whatever the thing is for Dubai. Diamond. But, yeah. <laughs> but there's definitely some like maybe one or two standout characters. I will say one thing I like about it is that half the cast is black women, which is not what I expected nice. for Dubai. But I'd say about like half the cast, I'm like, y'all could stay, but some of them definitely need to go. And one in particular needs to be demoted to friend immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How many episodes have come out yet? Because I might need to go ahead and jump on that. Um, I want to say it's like maybe 10. Dang, already? Yeah, it's been out. Mm-hmm. No, because yeah. I remember when it came out, I just can't believe it's been 10 weeks since it came out. <laughs> yeah, girl. 
Oh my goodness. What is time? Well, that's good. It's always nice to have those pleasant surprises as opposed mm-hmm. to the other kinds of surprises. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seriously. But that's funny because my huga is similar to yours um, as far as work and taking a break goes. So my huga is about the break that I received through COVID last week. <laughs> I know COVID is... Yeah, now that's an unpleasant surprise for sure. So hear me out. So, you know, things have just been moving so quickly, you know, work, just life, thinking about the future, just so much stuff has been like, just weighing on my mind, like day after day after day, right? Like when the weekend comes, it's gone after we blink a couple of times, you know? So things have just been really fast. And I was down and out for a full week, like Monday to Friday, but about I would say three and a half of those days was just like lethargic, like me being very lethargic. It wasn't me being really sick. I was only intensely sick and not really intense, but it was like a day and a half, two days max. So the other time it was just like someone with their hands on my shoulders, forcing me to lie down, you know? So in the moments where, you know, I was thinking, okay, I think you're okay. You can get up, you can get some work done or you can do whatever is on your schedule for the week, like don't cancel this thing. You know, I was just like, you know what, let me just take this for what it is and just try to have some peace and enjoy this downtime in any capacity. So that was, you know, a very pleasant surprise as far as seeing the silver lining in having COVID. I think that would be my hookah for the week, just being able to kind of be lazy on the couch and during work hours and just, you know, eat food and watch TV and just lay down and take a nap. You know, that was, it felt good for sure, to an extent. (laughs) It's almost kind of sad though, because it's like, I'm so happy I got COVID because I finally got to relax. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's that's what I said in a nutshell. (laughs) I mean, yeah, COVID is terrible. Um, I definitely... (laughs) Did not get the short end of the stick when it comes to my symptoms, but, you know, I'm thankful for that, that I was, you know, I was sick, but I wasn't like super sick to the point where I just couldn't do anything or I needed to go to the hospital. So it was just nice to have nowhere to go and also have a very good excuse to not do anything. (laughs) Well, go us getting our breaks. <laughs> right. Much needed, much needed breaks. Right. <laughs> we want to know what your hygge of the week is. Follow us on Instagram at The Refresh Show and let us know how everything went. So today we're going to talk about using your PTO or your paid time off. By the end of 2021, apparently many Americans had an average of nine and a half unused vacation days by the end of that year. Workers have several reasons for skipping vacations, including feeling an obligation to their employers or worrying that taking the PTO might make them stack up poorly against coworkers when being reviewed for promotions or raises and things like that. But passing on vacation time at work might have consequences on your mental health that shouldn't be ignored. So when it comes to taking time off from work, I believe that no time, not a minute, not a second, not an hour should be left 
at the end of the term or the year. Pretty much. <laughs> I definitely agree, though. I feel like it hasn't always, that hasn't always been my mindset, but who I am today, I'm just like, this is literally what, this is part of the job that you sign up for. You literally sign your contract agreeing to also have PTO. So it's like, we can do this. We are obligated to have this, you know? And I think there's always been, for many people, just like hesitancy, you know? Yeah. Like, ooh, I'm not sure. Like, should I? And it's like, yes, it's your literal right to as an employee of this business or company. Yeah, I think those are the ways of the olden days, right? Where, oh, don't use that PTO. Or we can't take too much vacation time because I want that promotion and I don't want to look like I'm not a hard worker. Whereas now, like our generation and especially the kids under us, they're like, nah, how many days I got? Okay, well, we planning a 28-day trip then in June, you know? <laughs> Pretty much. Which I appreciate because... I mean, work is truly work these days. I don't think that's ever been more true than it is right now with everything going on. So it's just so necessary. And, you know, like at my current job, we have PTO and we have some like rollover, like with minutes, right? Like if you don't use all your data or your minutes, it rolls over to the next month. But with ours, it rolls over to the next year, but you can only carry over or have a total that's so high. So basically, if you hit that total and your days go past that amount, then you just lose those days. Mm-hmm. What a waste. Exactly. Yeah, my job, we accrue PTO with each paycheck. I believe everything carries over because I know people who have like who have like hit their cap, which I think is like, I don't know, like three months of something off. And I'm just like, how do you have three months of PTO saved? You know, like, what are you doing with it? (laughs) Clearly nothing. But yeah, I agree. It's just so necessary, so essential. But I feel like when I was younger, I didn't always think that way. Like even just going to school, you know, because, you know, going to school is like going to work when you're a kid. It was like never miss a day, like perfect attendance. You know, like that was so important to me. And I guess it must have been important to my family, which is why it was important to me. But it was like, no, like you go to school, even if you're sick, you go to work, even if you're sick, you know. That's what my parents did and continue to do to this day. You know, like, I don't think I ever really saw them take off other than like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. So I just felt like that was always what, I don't know, I guess I thought was normal. But as I've gotten older and probably really in my 20s, that started to change because, I mean, you just you just cannot feel chronically stressed and not take a break. And I felt like that was, for me, like what grad school brought on. It was just like, I feel stressed. I feel overwhelmed all the time. And it's just like, I think that that was the point for me where I started to just appreciate not just how fun a break could be, but just how like truly necessary it was. It's like, I need this to restore myself. Exactly. And it's funny you say that, that you might have gotten it from your parents, because that's how it was at my house as well. You know, it was... And let's be honest, the days that our parents had off Christmas, Thanksgiving, things like that, those weren't days that they took off. Those were like mandated holiday days, like Christmas off. And then our parents would, you know, both of our parents in Nigerian would, of course, have like that big trip maybe in December when they went to Nigeria for like two months or something like that. And that was their vacation, which I get it, but... 
I don't understand how they made it through the whole year waiting on Labor Day and Christmases and things like that. Because there's no way that I could do that today and feel be like feel sane, you know? Yeah. I guess I wonder how much of it is like, you know, how our attitudes will change when we become parents, you know? It's like, fuck, I can't just take it. I got to save this for my kid maybe. But I don't know. I think it's just that Nigerian attitude of like, you work hard and you work hard all of the time because just achievement is so important. But nah, who I am today, my parents would be so ashamed. I'm like, how much pizza do I have? Okay, max it out. <laughs> Seriously, I'm I'm checking my PTO balance um, probably like the second November 1st hits. Because if I don't take a week off for Thanksgiving, I'm doing it the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. Yeah. Right now, like I'm able to do a couple of like, you know, take a day off here for a long weekend kind of thing. But I know that with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, you know, it's about to be back down to zero, but whatever. But I do think one thing that I used to struggle with with taking PTO, but I definitely don't struggle with anymore, is just like feeling guilty. And I think that so much of that may be tied to like, like the type of work that you do. So it's like, for me, like a helping profession is like feeling as if families and children are like, you know, they need you. They're like, depending on you, you like, you feel bad. It's like, I want to be there for them. I want to make sure I can comfort their child or make sure they get what they need. So I just feel so guilty for not being there. But now I'm just like, no, that is like not even realistic. You know, it's like, this is a job. This is a role, but this is not who I am. And all of you guys are going to be just fine when I return. Exactly. And, you know, if you aren't in a place where you're clear headed or where you're super tired from work, like how can you even be there for them in an appropriate way if, you know, if your tank is empty? So, yeah, it just goes to say that, like, if I'm not taking vacation, then how can I be the best that I can be at work regardless? You know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's so necessary for me because that happens to me. I'm seeing a lot of these articles lately about quiet quitting. And oh, yeah, but I haven't read a single article. I really need to. But let me tell you, just seeing the headline, I was like, yeah, I can see how that's a thing that people are doing, you know, <laughs> just being so worn down, you know, because there's so much going on on top of just work and family and the things that everyone has been going through and struggling with since the beginning of time, right? There's just so much more added stress now on top of that. So I just feel like it's so necessary to just take that step away from work and just, you know, go in the corner, breathe, sip a mojito and lay on a beach and then come back. Because whenever that happens, the way that I feel, the way that I perform at work, like the Friday before I take a trip is completely different. You know, the Monday that I return, it's like I'm actually a different person. Yeah. Most definitely. It's like before you leave a vacation, like I'm ready to like yell at everybody and fight everybody. And then you come back and you're like skipping and <laughs> singing songs. <laughs> right. Throwing uh, rose petals in the hallways and stuff. Pretty much. Yeah. But honestly, I think the only thing is that I wish I had more because I, you know, again, I think it really is tied to what I do. It's like, I, I don't think I could have something like unlimited PTO, you know, that wouldn't necessarily work in, in a system I work in. Mm-hmm. But 
I know people who do have that. And I'm just like, oh my God, how amazing. You know, like imagine just how flexible just everything can be. And also I just, the people that I know who have that, it's like, no one's going to be unreasonable and be like, oh, I'm going to take off 365 days. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's like, even when you give people this, like people are reasonable and they're going to use it appropriately. Yeah, I actually have a friend who's interviewing for a couple of jobs in my field, which is marketing. And she said the same thing. Like, apparently all these jobs that she's applying for all are offering PTO. And that concept, like when I think of unlimited PTO, you want to know what I think about? Like, real talk. (laughs) Not working at all. (laughs) I think about what season two of Westworld, I think it was with the, um, what's it called? The place where they send all the... um, Oh, the... Is it going to an S? Oh my God. I'm, I keep saying the forge, but it's not the forge. It's where they the go. The sublime. The sublime, girl. <laughs> that is what I see. You remember when they opened the sublime and our dude, yeah. the native grew and stuff. It was just like beautiful sun, like, you know, just green grass, nothing for just as far as the eyes could see and just people frolicking on the hills and plains. Girl, like that's what I see in my head when I think of having unlimited PTO. <laughs> because I, I, I think you summed it up pretty nicely. Because I, I understand what they mean. They're just saying, we trust you. The job is remote. So you could be in Dubai working and it doesn't matter as long as you get your work done. You right. know, and I really love that because at the end of the day, it is remote and you don't know what I'm doing. Are you going to put like a big brother camera in my office to make sure I'm sitting here working? No, all I feel like companies like that truly respect, you know, the idea of as long as you get your work done and as long as you do your work well, we don't care where you go visit or how much vacation time you take. I really love that. Yeah, it just seems like a perfect exchange. It's like, because I'm going to do my work because at the end of the day, we have these jobs because we want to get paid. Like, I'm sorry, nobody will go to work if we weren't getting paid, you know? So it's like, I'm going to do what I have to do, make sure I'm doing it well. And in exchange, I get the freedom to like truly have a work-life balance, you know? Because I feel like that's just, it's almost like an idea that jobs will sell to you. Or, or if you ask jobs, ask jobs about what is work-life balance like for employees, you know, they're just going to feed you what you want to hear. But I just feel like that whole concept of like actually having that, it's really like cool and fun to talk about and oh, buzzword and whatnot. But I don't know very many people who actually truly feel like they have that. Like a true work-life balance. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like everyone... I know feel like work takes up most of their time, most of their energy. Yeah. I think everyone just wants to be unemployed, rich, and not have to work. And I mean, I feel that, you know, I totally understand that. But no, really though, I think that jobs are starting to understand that when you're not going to get the best out of your employee, if you don't let them have that type of balance or give them some type of freedom I feel like the best companies are realizing how important that is rather than, you know, forcing things on employees or making them miserable and realizing that, you know, either the turnover is going to be high, which eventually will cost the company more money, or the work that the employee is putting out just isn't going to be up to standard, you know? So it's like 
your employees need to be happy, period. Right. You know? I like, those, take your pick. <laughs> right. I feel like those are the companies that are going to succeed are the ones who are understanding now more than ever, okay, we have to make sure that our employees are good. Mm-hmm. And just like to your point earlier about differences, and I guess like this being a generational difference, it's like the generation who wants to come to work every day is unfortunately dying out, you know? And it's like, we're here. And I know for a fact, Gen Z is not going to play about their PTO. Probably not, probably not playing about it right now, (laughs) you know? So I think with that generational shift, it's like just the cultural attitudes towards work are going to change. And like, you know, these companies are going to have to keep up with that or, you know, some of them may be a thing of the past. I love what you said about Gen Z because you know that guy that I, I don't know if I sent you his IG videos, the guy, I think is I am Dre Brown. Mm, I don't know. It's this Gen Z guy and his videos, it's like these little funny viral videos he does. And he's basically making a play on how Gen Z is today in this current work environment. And he'll be like on a laptop talking to his you know, employer and they're like, oh, can you stay for like five minutes past? I know it's time for you to get off, but can you just stay for five minutes? And he will basically like slam his laptop shut and shake (laughs) his head. No, like I'm not doing nothing extra for y'all. And I love that for Gen Z, honestly, like, because people make fun of us, like millennials, this millennials, that they don't want to work. And it's like, nah, it's not that we don't want to work. We want to be treated fairly and we want to be respected. Right. We want to work and enjoy our lives, not just work. Exactly. So, IJ, what would you say are some of the negative ways that passing on or avoiding taking PTO might affect us? I think probably the biggest way, at least for me, is just feeling extremely burned out. So for me, like, I can tell when I'm feeling burned out because I'm just like more exhausted than usual. Even if I'm like, you know, getting adequate sleep, um, I just feel like overwhelmed all of the time like really drained and just like really dreading work to a degree that's like, doesn't feel normal. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like for something that you do every day, it's like, why does it feel this awful to go? Yeah. Um, So those are always for me, like some of the signs that like, I must be in a burnout phase or something. And then I just feel like when I get into that phase, it just starts to, it just affects you in ways that, you know, that you may not even notice. Like I definitely, like my attitude towards my work changes, like, I don't care. Like, let me just do this to be done with it. I'm not trying to give my like best quality work or, you know, put as much thought into things or again, just not like put, putting forth the normal amount of effort that I usually do and just like feel less motivated overall. So just like that combination of just like complete negativity yeah. towards work, I think that's pretty common for sure. I know you felt that way before. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I was going to ask you, why do you think that's something that seems to be more apparent now than it was, you know, like a few years ago or a decade ago? And I don't know if it's more apparent or if it's just being talked about more. That's Um, what I think it is. I can't imagine that like humans 50 years ago didn't feel this way at work. I think the concept of work is just like, it's something we have to do. But I think 
growing up, we were sold this idea that like work, like, you know, chase your passion and like, you know, work will be so great. If you, if you love what you'll do, you never work a day in your life. And it's like, no, you can love what you do and still feel like you're at work. So I feel like we just feel way more comfortable talking about these things, bringing awareness to these things. But I definitely don't think this is a new, a new feeling, but maybe we're just given the language to be able to speak about these things. Yeah. And the platforms to do so as Mm -hmm. well. Exactly. But I always hate when I feel like that, you know, because I feel like it kind of sneaks up on on you a little bit. Like it never just one day you're fine and then the next day you're burnt out. You know, it really is a very gradual process. You may not even notice those kind of small signs, you know, um, until you kind of get to, I don't know, whatever threshold it is to where you've officially reached burnout. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it goes both ways for me. Like it can be gradual where it's like, okay, like right now, for instance, you know, we got a little trip coming up mm-hmm. in a few weeks. So I gradually feel myself getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I am over this shit. But that's also because I see the light at the end of the tunnel being this little trip. Right. But also I have days where I'm good on Tuesday. And then Wednesday I get home from work and I'm just like, oh my God, you know, like I'm done. Or even on Wednesday morning going into the office, it's just like this feeling of dread. Like I do not want to go to work today. You know, like it hurts almost like get dressed and drive to the office, you know? So I think I would say I prefer the days when I feel it coming on because I know, okay, on Friday I need to go get a massage or I need to just take a break or just turn everything off, leave my phone alone just or, and just sleep. But the days when it, it sneaks up on me, you know, those are the days where it feels like hopeless and like a little trapped even. Yeah. So, And I also think what can be hard about burnout is that I think sometimes it does come in phases as opposed to being like a full, like, I always feel this way, you know? So it can just be so up and down and up and down and up and down. So it just sometimes, or at least for me, sometimes it just feels like, is it ever going to just be smooth, you know? But I don't know. I don't know if that's just like what the norm is, working a job or working a demanding job or just being an adult, you know? Everything is just kind of up and down from time to time, but I hope it's not just being an adult. <laughs> um, do you have any other negative aspects that are ne- other ways that not taking PTO might affect us negatively? I think also just like feelings of resentment, you know. And again, at least for me, <laughs> oh, oh no, it's, that's, we share that for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you get to this point because I think. You know, once you kind of get to a certain level, you're just like, it almost feels like work is being done to you, you know, like it feels like a punishment or it feels like unfair in some way. And it's like, that is just not a good way to be thinking about the job that you are spending the majority of your time at, you know? So I think just those, those feelings of resentment can really, really build up. And then it's like, who knows how this is going to come out? You know, maybe you snap at your coworker. I'm not saying you're cursing nobody out, but maybe you're a little short with somebody. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you roll your eyes and you don't care. Maybe you're just not participating in your meeting for whatever reason. So I think it can kind of, you know, come out in those ways too. Wow. Like you just saying this for some reason, this is something that I struggle with 
a lot. You know how I am. Like I wear my emotions on my face and I can be like spiteful when I really feel the need to be, mm-hmm. you know, which is just me making an excuse for it. But that happens a lot at work where I feel like I feel very entitled in that moment, you know, and then I kind of snap out of it and I realize, Cuddly, you are at work. You are being paid <laughs> to be <laughs> here. Like you make money because you're doing this work and you owe that work to this company. You know, like I will, I try not to roll my eyes, but if I'm doing everything but rolling my eyes, that happens a lot at the office. And it's something I've been struggling with to just put on that face when I walk into the office, get what needs to be done, done, be gracious about it. And then, you know, when I get in the car, I can scream or curse or whatever, or fall asleep. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, take that PTO, y'all. <laughs> I mean, for real though. Um, but what are, are there any positives that a person could experience by taking their PTO? And this, like, imagine you're, we're talking to, you know, the pops, okay? Both of our dads work the same job. So, you know, I know what's going on there. But <laughs> act like you explaining this to a hardworking Nigerian father. <laughs> Ooh, girl, just- I don't know if I could explain it in any <laughs> language that he could understand. He'd be like, you silly little girl. <laughs> well, try. Like, please take a break. Oh, my God. But yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of positives that can come from PTO, but it really just depends on how you use it, you know, because there's some people who will use their PTO, go on vacation and bring their work laptop and work the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, that's not a vacation you know it's yeah you're using your pto technically but you're not able to i mean the only difference is that you're not in the office so i think for you know the workaholics which i think you know we all are to some degree because i'm definitely guilty of that but getting better yeah but i think for the ones who use their pto and truly take a break you know like whether that break is just laying on your couch and taking a nap or, you know, maybe you're at an all-inclusive adult-only resort in Mexico, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know? So definitely a lot of positive. And I think for me, not only is it just, like, enjoyable to, like, have fun and, you know, relax, it's just, like, you come back and you just feel like a new person, you know? Like, you just feel so restored. You feel so much more capable. You know, I feel like that negativity towards the job is reduced a little bit as well. So you're just better able to like feel motivated and just get things done efficiently. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true because for me, just planning a trip, right? Like just having something to look forward to can make all the difference for me. I think I'm going to get to the point where I just plan a trip every quarter just so I know I have that coming up on the horizon. And as far as the whole workaholic thing, up until this trip I took earlier this year to Italy, girl, I all those trips I've taken in the past at my current job, none of them were PTO. Like even if I was gone for 4 days during the week like in Mexico or wherever, maybe one of those days I would actually take PTO. But what I would do is I would have my laptop, you know, get things done here or there. Like if I'm going to sleep or early in the morning before the day gets started, 
I would have my, my work cell phone in case a client needed to get in touch with me. So yeah, I was the person who would bring work with me to a vacation. And then when I went to Italy and actually took this PTO, girl, like I couldn't believe what I had been missing all these years, just truly unplugging and enjoying myself. So moving forward, I'm just going to try to be better about understanding that, hey, you deserve this. You need this. I know you have some stuff to get done, but you also really, really need to enjoy this time that you have away from work. Right. Because it almost becomes like, what's the point of spending all this money, spending all this time traveling with all them damn delays (laughs) just to get there and like do what you could have done at the office, you know? And for me, I feel like at different points in my life, like when I was in graduate school, it was like, I just, there was no choice because it's like, if I even waste an hour, I'm going to be behind like four weeks, <laughs> you know, like that's just how grad school works. But now I just kind of like kill myself a little bit the week leading up. I'm like, just do it all, you know, be exhausted as long as you can make sure that you have finished every single work obligation before you leave. And girl, I'll be tossing that laptop and shutting the door and leaving. It's like, I am not thinking about you until I return. And it just really gives you that true, like, mental separation from work. I think that's what's so important. Like, you can be physically away from work, but, like, to take that mental space from work as well is, like, that's where the true vacation comes in. You cannot compare it to doing a little work while you're on vacation. I mean... It is night and day. It really is night and day. And it's so necessary. And it feels so wonderful, girl. I can't wait for this trip. Like, I mean, we know how it goes. Like, basically, the trip's already over, even though it's many weeks away. But what trip? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, so take that PTO. Yes. I will. Thank you. On this part of the show, we want to just give you guys some takeaways to incorporate into your lives in the next week and see how it all turns out. All right. So my tip for the week is, you know, we're talking about taking PTO and maybe everyone doesn't have the time or the resources to, you know, take a trip to Mexico or Italy or wherever, right? Because it's a heavy lift or it can be. So my tip for the week is that, you know, if you're unable to take a large trip or, you know, something really heavy or big, there's many vacations that you can do. And that can be something simple like, you know, going and getting a massage or, you know, having a movie date with someone or just going out to get some delicious food, exploring the city, just getting some fresh air, get those legs moving and doing something that you enjoy in your own hometown. So, yeah, that'll be my tip. So my tip of the week is for those of you who are maybe considering a bigger trip or maybe you know you want to go somewhere, but you're unsure of where, my advice is to sign up for different travel websites. So one that I really like is called The Flight Deal. And they, if you sign up, they send you a daily email that just gives you, you know, the best flight deals there are. Um, But what's really cool about it is that it kind of has like, not random routes, but maybe routes that you wouldn't necessarily think of. So because the deals are usually so cheap, you know, I think it just gives a lot of flexibility, can give a lot of great ideas about, you know, maybe I wasn't considering going here, but 
why not? Because it's a hundred bucks. So I really, really like that website. And then there is also Scott's Cheap Flights, which is the exact same concept where you get the daily email, amazing deals. Um, but yeah, just I think it can just be helpful for just giving a lot of inspiration and creativity if you aren't really sure where you want to go just yet. Something I really like, I'm going to just say this real quick about the flight deal. I mean, that email that they send, what, every day with all those different deals on it, with all the different airlines, I really like that newsletter because it gets the juices flowing. You know, like even if you're not thinking of going, like you said, to Idaho, uh, let's use a better example, you know, someplace like Greece or something <laughs> might have like- People think about going to Greece. That was the whole point. But the thing is, even if you're not thinking of going, them deals be so good that you might start thinking about it. Like, wait a minute. I, I don't have nothing to do in November. Let me see what you're <laughs> talking about. So yeah, I really like that site. Try it out. So yeah, you try it out too. Email us at show at gmail.com and tune into the next episode and we'll talk a little bit about how it went. Well, that's all for this episode. So we will see you guys next time. See ya.